Hello, and welcome to Nerd Vomit. My name is Doug. I'm a nerd, and I vomit. I'm joined by my co-vomiting nerd tier. Damn it, I really wanted to get that right for the last time, and I didn't. Christina. What up, nerds? So Good try, though, Doug. Thank you. I, you see how measured I was? I was yeah. like, I'm going to do this right. No, I didn't. <laughs> um, so let's start off real quick with um, the big the big, the big, to-do. Um, so the uh, the big ado about something. Little Shakespeare reference there. Moving on. Okay. Um, so next week you will see that... Uh, no. Yes. Next week? Isn't it next week? I believe it's Isn't next week. Isn't this our 100th I, episode or is next week our 100th episode? I am going to double check that as we speak. But the show is pivoting. Not in a weird way. Uh, we're just changing the Rebranding. Title. We're rebranding. Um, that to be more inclusive, not only to you, Christina, um, and, uh, that, you know, you've become like, like a a part of the network, you know, a a co-host, um, I apologize for saying um so much, I am trying to look up our (laughs) show. It's forgiven, your filler words are forgiven. It it happens, so. Um, I yelled at the internet, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this rebranding. I, I think it's going to be good. Uh, this will be our 100th episode. So, A. Woo! 100th episode! You haven't been on 100 of them, but you've been on probably. Good chunk more, of them. More than half, I guarantee. All except for during the COVID furlough time when. Yeah, when, yeah. Um, but so this will be our 100th episode. Uh, woohoo, nerd vomit. Um, and usually for every show, we do something big for a 100th episode mm-hmm. uh, or a milestone. And what we're doing is uh, changing some stuff. Yeah. Um, much like with Dan, we added uh, actual episode <laughs> descriptions. <laughs> uh, I ended up doing a new logo for episode 200. Um, so for us, we're actually going to have a new logo yeah. that uh, has you and I both on it, much like the old Nerd Vomit logo. And we're changing the name. Uh, you'll still be able to find us at the same RSS. I'm not going to change that because too big of a fucking headache and it disrupts too much stuff. Yeah. Uh, it disrupts all the, the technical analytics. stuff. Yeah. All, all the all the behind the curtain mechanical. Uh, yeah. The the wizard of BACN stuff that I do. Um, so the new show is going to be called uh, Pitas. I'm sorry, I stumbled on that. Pitas and Honey Bunches Pop Culture Spectacular. Usually I can get through that really easily since I've Pitas and Honey it. Bunches Pop Culture Spectacular. I know, right? Actually, it does get easier to say it the more you say yeah, it. Yeah, the more you say it. Um, we will reveal next week uh, who's Pita and who's Honey Bunches. Yep. So we'll leave that mystery to be solved next week. Uh, but so if you see that on our feed, on the RSS, on Facebook or the website... Uh, BACNpodcast.com, a little bit of self-masturbatory yep. promotion there. Um, don't be frightened. Don't be scared. We're not going anywhere. The format's not changing. It's still going to be this. Uh, I just I wanted to be more inclusive to Christina. Um, yep. It was, once in. we'll talk about it a bit more next week, but it was kind of lightning in a bottle. I had the idea of all of a sudden I went, what about this? And yeah, and then I brought up to that. It's like, oh, it's going to be our 100th episode, too. We should do something as well. Yes, then. which, of course, put me under the gun for timetables, <laughs> um, as opposed to doing it more, or well, I, no, or, organically it's fine, because it's on the 100th episode. Yeah. But, uh, so don't freak out when you see that next week, uh, or when you're listening to this and you're going like, wait a minute. What about this a, isn't nerd what vomit. About a little 
Obama impression. Wait a minute. Um, yeah, it's it's the same show. Uh, just kind yeah. of uh, new paint on an old yeah. house, but a still strong bones house. Yeah. So, um, speaking of bones, okay, segue. Interesting segue. Uh, so I watched a movie where a guy has guns put into his bones. Yeah, oh, that, the one was, with Daniel Radcliffe. Yes. Yes. So I watched. I finally got around to after accidentally deleting uh, my entire watch queue. It popped up on my Amazon Prime. It's fun. Uh, it, the movie's called Guns Akimbo. It came out, I think, a couple years ago. Um, and basically the premise is Daniel Radcliffe is kind of a nobody um, who he gets his kick trolling trolls on the internet. Uh, gets onto this one website, kind of trolls the wrong troll, and they end up putting... Shut up. Are, are we having a special guest? No. Was this planned? Well, we were going to hang out, and I told her to just stop by, you know, Clock Tower. Okay. Just Come on, sit down. Yeah. Say hi. Hello. How are you? So, the third voice you're hearing is our mutual friend, Casey. Hello, uh, everybody. Which kind of a... <laughs> Hello, Internet. Uh, that was me. Uh, but anyway, sorry, I, 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 we can't get sidetracked. We're in the middle of yeah. one thing. So um, he ends up trolling the wrong troll, effectively. Yeah. Uh, which is like this weird psychopathic, like, Hunger Games type, like, like criminal organization called Schism, where they basically, like, recruit um, psychos and criminals into, like, citywide, like, one-on-one death matches. Okay. And they end up, like, abducting him, drugging him, bolting guns into his hands uh, where he can't drop them. They Each gun has 50 bullets, um, so 100 yeah, shots You're telling total. about that, that he doesn't have yeah, anything, so he's got to be like, selective. He's and... got, like, a timer. Well, of course, like, when he start like, he fires off, like, three shots right off the bat because he's like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Um, the part where he has to figure out how to put pants on and pee is hilarious. Yeah, the part when he told me he has to pee was, like, that was don't one of the first things. Don't shoot <laughs> your dick off. Don't shoot your dick off. <laughs> Is one of the first ones that you told me just about. Good life advice, great a great mantra to begin with. Yeah. Um, and we are, by the way, missing this for the lunch rush. Should have. We tried. Started, we we tried. When we said we were going to start. Um, it's a really fun watch. High octane action. Uh, reminds me a lot about of uh, the movie Wanted with James okay. McAvoy, where it's kind of a kind of a nobody um, finding confidence through violence. I guess. Yeah. I'll say. Um, but it does have kind of a post, uh, post, not post-apocalyptic, but um, kind of like dark, dystopian crime vibe from the uh, second Dread, yeah. or the one that was just called Dread with um, what's his name um, from The Boys, um, um, Urban, uh, Carl Urban, oh. right? I don't know. Yes. You, you know actors Butcher. so much better. Okay. Well, it's not Keith Urban. That's the country guy yeah. that's married. A, I know characters' names more than I know the actors' Butcher names. Yeah. He was Bones in Star Wars, uh, Star Trek. He was. Okay. Um, he was in a lot of other things I've seen. I just can't think of him off the top in, of my uh, head. Ra- he was in Thor Ragnarok. He's the guy with the machine guns. Oh, yeah. And he was in Lord of the Rings, I think. Yes, I'm right on that, but I don't know who he was because I don't like Lord of the Rings. They can suck my Lord of the Cock Rings, in my opinion. <laughs> You can laugh. It's fine. I'm making jokes. <laughs> oh, if you heard all the background laughs we'd have on this show sometimes, that's a different story. Uh, I hardly have one But I highly recommend Guns Akimbo. It, is, it a, is it a 
great movie. It's not going to win any Oscars. Yeah. Um, not even for sound editing. But it's it's just fun. I mean, it's a, it is like Wanted, where it's like, it's just fun to watch. It's high yeah. octane action. Um, there's some great, like, violent, fun moments. Um, at what point someone calls, describes the bad guy as someone doing bad tattoos on a dildo. Because <laughs> um, he's like bald with like really shitty tattoos. Uh, he played Aomar, which I think is... Is he the one... He's not the one that bangs the elven chick. That's... That's Aragorn. That's Viggo Mortensen. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who's Aramor? Aramor is Boromir's brother. The one yes. that is the son of the steward who is watching the White Castle that Aragorn is the heir to. I'm just going to keep letting you talk, stare blankly, and go, it sounds like you just had a stroke to me. You're good. I know... I'm the guy who went. I went with my friend, um, uh, 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 guest of, guest of the previous guest of the show, uh, not this show. Uh, no applause, just a clap. Uh, friend of the podcast, my friend Gretchen, who's a huge Lord of the Rings fanatic. And she the we, one that got you the pop. No, that was a girl I was dating that didn't. She gotcha. remembered that I had something to do with Lord of the Rings and got me a Lord of the Rings Funko. Uh, turns out, she. Didn't remember that I said I hate Lord of the Rings. Just heard Lord of the Rings. <laughs> she got yeah. She remembered I had something with Lord of the Rings. And uh, she goes, "Oh, you like Lord of the Rings?" I went, "No, I hate Lord of the Rings." But it's sweet. But I'll keep this Funko Pop just because of that. Well, it was also a Barnes and Noble exclusive uh, Invisible Gollum. Gollum. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, if you're gonna get me one character from Lord of the Rings and it's Gollum, I'm okay because like, oh, yeah. gosh, that's, um, what was that? My process. <laughs> Filthy hobbitses. Um, what am I on? We've gone down this like weird Lord of the Rings, <laughs> Star Trek. Um, but you're talking about Carl Aramir. Urban and his yeah, yeah, yeah. character in the uh, in Dread. He was, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but very um, stylistically, it looks like uh, Dread uh, okay. or Dread 3D. I think it was stylized as. Which, uh, if you haven't seen, highly recommend. I haven't seen it. Highly. It was one of those where it's... Judge Dredd is... The, the original with uh, Sylvester Stallone is horrible. So it's the one with Carl Urban. Yes, it's the one with Carl Urban. When it came out, it was like a very quiet release, kind of like indie promotion yeah. type of thing. And... Um, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm the asshole. No. <laughs> and... Um, but when it came out, I looked at like the uh, Rotten Tomatoes because I was like, "Oh, like Dread's gotta suck balls, right?" Yeah. It was like a ninety-nine percent. Jeez. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. That's it's, the highest rating I've ever heard it's on like Rotten Tomatoes. Amazing fucking movie. Uh, the bad guy is Lena Headley, who plays um, Cersei? Question mark from. Um, oh, okay, okay, yeah, Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah, she's one that like they stone her naked and yep, she's yep, banging yep. her brother and has Joffrey. Yep. That's how I describe things. I need to watch Game of Thrones. Eh, not really. I, I'm i not a huge fan. I watched I, it. I read the first four books. Mm. Um, so the Purple Wedding did not hold any... Or the Red Wedding and then Purple red Wedding. wedding. Which one was the Purple Wedding? Uh, that's one where they poisoned Joffrey. Ah. And the Red Wedding was the one with... Where they kill everyone. Yeah. <laughs> where they're like, Happy Wedding! Swords, blood, dead. Um, yeah, where they literally kill... Almost everyone. everyone in the start. Thank you. Um, 
That one, that one. The Red Wedding Rob, one. When Rob was... Stark got Stark, married. Yeah. That one caught everyone by surprise unless, once again, you read the books. Um, and his so, wife who was pregnant got killed. Yeah, like, I mean, literally, the like, they yeah. just, they massacred, I mean, the Red Wedding. Yep, all except for Sansa and Arya Stark. Yeah. And Jon Snow. And fuck Sansa. Um, from what I'm to understand from, like, the rest of the series, books and show, like, fuck her. Um, but I think she does poison Joffrey, so... She doesn't. Oh, no? No. Was that the old lady? That was the yep. old lady. That was... That, like, they created a meme of, of her. Tarth family, I think? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. What's her name? Daenerys has got, like, a million mile long fucking, like... Oh, yeah, Queen yeah. Queen of Dragons, killer of this, you know, rapey, yep. rapey of Drago or whatever. You gotta remember, yep. that started his rape. Which, when he had to film that, when um, Aquaman had to film that... Jason Momoa. Thank you. Um, he, right before they like said, actually goes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Which is very sweet and that was and one of his funny. first acting roles, if I remember. Oh. Major. Acting. That was his big breakthrough. That was, yeah. That was his big, like, they're like, and all the girls were like, ooh. <laughs> um, no, he, he had been in, like random other stuff. Yeah, but that was his biggest that breakthrough. Was, that was, his big breakthrough was, was Drago's uh, in King of, Thron- yeah. King of Thrones. King in of Game Thrones. of Thrones. Game of whatever. Who cares? Um, speaking of things people uh, don't care about, I'm forced You're, you're to struggling with segues today. I know. Today. I, well, <laughs> you should listen to this week's name. Um, I finished uh, Ali Brosh's I always say your name wrong. I didn't this time. Ellie Brosh's uh, Solutions and Other Problems. This is the sequel book to her um, New York Times bestseller called Hyperbole and a Half, which is a webcomic that's not a blog and a blog that's not a webcomic. Um, she does use images that she crudely, and I don't mean that insultingly, but it's like purposely crude. Yeah. On like MS Paint, uh, and then has like kind of like blog, like kind of a story written with it. Um, this was a book that my friend Deb bought me because. Allie, because we're best friends, I can call her Allie, is very humorously candid about her depression. And there is one part in the first book that I didn't realize how to describe my depression until I read it. And when she said, oh yeah, there's a certain amount of freedom of like, you're depressed and you're just, you don't care about anything. And you're just gonna, you know, I think she was like returning a movie to Blockbuster, which like, dates this. Um, but I remember that I was having one of my dark days and I literally was wearing sweatpants and a robe for a shirt. Yep, that happened. Uh, and slippers. And I went to like Subway uh, to get a meatball sub add mayo because I'm gross. It is good though. Um, and like t- did not give a shit. And it was almost like that level of depression was almost freeing and I'd never had someone describe it that way before reading Hyperbole and a Half. Okay. So, of course, when her second book came out, uh, which I bought at the same time as Ready Player Two, which you've already talked about, yep. um, I was hooked. Um, it's, once again, so funny. She goes through so much life shit between the two books that she actually did, like, um, take, like, a sabbatical from the internet because she um, ended up having some kind of, like, multiple, like, tumors. Oh, wow. Where they literally, like, sedated like, sedated her in the hospital and they I bet I guess they like basically as she describes it like cut her open and like scraped them out Oof. which is 
Yeah. Um, all this while her, I think it was, her sister was either bipolar or something, um, dies, but it's not clear if it's suicide or not, but she, it was like car on train track. Yeah. Mm. Like died instantly, but it's not clear whether Like could have been suicide or got stuck on the track. Or, yeah, or... right, or accidental. Um, this not only, con- and then this also adds to, um, she gets divorced and her parents get divorced. Oh All God. between the two books. Uh, she ends up moving to Colorado, weirdly enough, for a little while. Ooh, um, meeting some new guy named Kevin, which I don't know if they're married or not, but he seems like a good guy based on the books. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, just nothing about, like, life changes, but uh, Ali Brosh, uh, either Hyperbole in Half or the new one, Solutions and Other Problems, which I love that title. Um, and it does get explained that, like, sometimes figuring out what's wrong with you is not always helpful. Yeah. Uh, sometimes emotional ignorance is bliss. Yeah, I'll agree um, on that one. But she does talk at the very end about um, trying to literally befriend herself as another person. And it's cute and it's funny and it's sad. But at the very end, it's the end is, you know, basically no one should be um, a weirdo alone, even if they are. Yeah. Um, and that's why she, like, friends herself at the end. And there's a kind of a new... Um, version of her illustration of herself. Okay. So, uh, but anyway, and I, I do recommend the blog Hyperbole and a Half as well, or webcomic, or whatever you want to call it. You finished Ghost of Tushima. I'm not going to attempt a fucking... Yeah, there's no... I guess I could have said finishing things. You yeah. finished. See, I thought of it. Yeah, I, got, I, I, did, I did finish I Ghost of Tushima about a week ago. Um, I chose out of the two options, either let my uncle live and be hunted for the rest of my life or give him the warrior's death. I chose the warrior's death. And still be hunted for the rest of your life. And still be hunted for the rest of my life. But really? I gave my uncle his, you know, warrior's death. And it was it was a touching ending. And It was it was emotional. It was a very emotional was, ending. They, that's like the last The voice actor for Sakai, Everyone, Jin yes. Sakai, at the end there, with just the emotional of the crying oh, was like... That and the... Because they did like mocap as well. Yeah. Motion capture for the initiated. Um, yeah, the mocap in, in, in that is great. I forgot how, when I started playing New Game Plus, yeah. um, the, the emotion that was on their faces and butts. Yep. Oh, the butts. All the butts from Finding Hot Springs. He's got a nice butt. He does have a nice butt. <laughs> I'm, I'm, if his face I'm, was a little better... He's handsome. He's handsome. Guy. He's handsome. That was butt. I still remember the first time you said when you find that first hot spring, that man's got a nice butt. And I was and like... I was like, wait till you get there. I um, found out, I was like, he has a nice butt. Was it the Tomoe storyline, sideline, where he's like following her around on the horse and they start kind of flirting? Tomoe? Yeah. That's the one where I was... I, I didn't mean you know when I, we talked about it last time where I said... Oh, but I still think weird. near the end, in that last... Like the third part of the map, um, Toyotama, they had a bit of a connection there right before the final fight. Yuna? Yeah, Yuna and Jin, because they were like, she was like, I, I can't live without you kind of thing. I don't know if it was like in a friend way, but there was there was that connection of... Well, and they have like shared um, trauma, not only with... Taka yeah. and... I was say Taka and... It's like the Mongol invasion. And everything else, but... Yeah. Um... The Broken Tomoy mask is fucking cool, though. Yeah. We don't like that. Um, you started playing Legends. I haven't. 
Yeah, uh, I'm only like rank five. It's not too bad. Um, it is a little bit easier. I've tried some of the story sides in Legend, where it's got three chapters, and then if you can complete them, you get like rewards and upgrades and everything, and you pick between a samurai, an arch, like a warrior, which is like an archer. You can pick from an assassin and one other, like, like a rodent, not rodent, but something. Yeah. Something. There's like four different characters you can pick from. Once you pick one, you have to wait till you get to like level ten on it to unlock like another one. Ooh. So you have to wait to unlock the other ones. You can't just switch in between once you pick one. You're there for you like... You can't hot swap. Yeah, for 10 levels. So I did two of the story ones. One I completed with um, Brian, someone that we've mentioned before on the show, and then one I completed myself, and then we also tried the survival mode. That's rough. I died so many times. I was surprised that so all of... So not survival mode is what you're telling me. <laughs> survival mode's actually not bad. There's 15 on the bronze ranking. There's 15 waves. Every five waves, you get a boss wave. Jesus. And there's three different areas depending on, you know, there's you know multiple different locations. But you can either do quick play, which it randomly picks one, or you can actually go in and pick where you want to go. Right, right, right. So there's like three different areas. It's on the maps where you've uncovered main major Mongol territories. Okay. <clears throat> and like the one where there's you have to like explode the boat I can't remember if it was in Kamigata or Ish that was in the second act I yeah think? something like that the first or second one one of the harbors and it's got like you have the boat you have the beach and you have the cliffs to defend so if you lose one of those territories your health drops in oh, each wave like a, so um, like if you lose one of those then your like health a, drops kind of like a king of the hill type of yeah but if you keep them all then you keep all of your health but if you lose one, you lose some of your health. Right, okay. Which sucks, because I kept yeah, dying it's, all the freaking time. I think it's like, yeah, like, not capture the flag, but like, kind of like that or a king of the hill where if you maintain yeah. your position, then... Yep. You, yeah, okay. Um, yeah. I might have to take a break from my games to, to jump into Legends. Especially because I know you can play the storyline on your own. Yeah. So. It's a little rougher, because in the storyline, there are Mongols that are, like, connected. So if you don't kill them both at the same time, one can pretty much revive the other one. Like, they share a life force. There was something like that in Borderlands, and it was fucking annoying. Was, but Yeah, it was like a wedding, and you had to kill the bride and groom. Because they were gargantuans. It's, they're, like, really big, but, like, little tiny heads. Um, and they don't like midgets. Yeah. Uh, which they changed that third one because they called them Twinks or something, which is actually... But Brian and I ended up doing that anyway. first storyline, and there was, like, um, a, I don't know what it's called, but they're, like, in sets of two and rows of, like, four or whatever. Sure. And the, the last two were connected, so we went up and we assassinated, and we timed it right, timed it right, timed it right, and killed them all. Nice. So it's a little easier when you, you can play two people on the story mode. Gotcha. Okay. Four on the survival mode. If you have oh, less than four, then it's a lot tougher. Oh, they don't scale it down for... Nope. Okay. Interesting. Because usually, like, something like Borderlands, where if you're running a, a raid on your own, like, they'll they'll dumb it down. Yeah. Uh, or scale it to, like, your level. Pretty. Um, but yeah, it was a fun game. I'm really glad that you finally, you were talking to me enough about it that I convinced myself to get it. I thoroughly enjoyed the game. Off well, that air. Begs the question. Um, like I thoroughly enjoyed it. I want to start New Game Plus on it. So. I think you doing that right off the bat is probably the best. Once again, I um, went at it like you know, maybe 
six to eight you months You finished afterwards. Immortals and then went and did New Game Plus. Well, just because I had nothing else to play, which now I'm at a glut of stuff to play. Yeah. Um, see, that'd be an excellent segue, because... Are we, are, are we, are we done with Ghost? Okay. Um, because I ended up getting the new Hitman, Hitman 3, of the, like, the relaunch of it. Um, yeah. I didn't play one or two. I mean, I played the original Hitman. Um, a bald guy that just kills people with garrote wire. I'm in. It's what I wish I could do for a living. Um, and uh, I played the tutorial just to get the controls down. Yeah. Um, and then you have to kill two people in the first mission. I have not killed one person in the first mission. It, I, I think I figured out where I went wrong. But the thing is, at this point, like, if I reload, like, my save point... Yeah. He's still surrounded by fucking bodyguards, at least two of them, that any other game... Yeah. I'd be able to, like, kind of get him in a row and, like, kill the guy behind him, kill the guy behind him. Yeah. Kill the guy I'm supposed to kill. No, no. The actual, like, intelligence of the NPCs is fucking realistic. Where, like, if I start killing someone behind someone, they're like... What was that sound? And I'm like, oh, it's just me choking a dude. Just ignore me choking your best friend. Oh um, my god. Like, don't worry, Chad will be okay. He's just sleeping. Um, I just assumed the bodyguards named Chad uh, and Terry. But anyway, um, they don't sound like bodyguards at all. But yeah, so, you know, I, I got really frustrated. Uh, not yeah. only that I couldn't kill this one guy, but that I'd spent the money. Uh, that I'm not going to get back because it's digital. Uh, so it is for Ghost with me. So I can't kill the guy. Yeah, but Ghost you played and yeah. liked. My thing is like, I don't like what's happening in this game and I spent the money and I can't return it. Yeah. Down so I back, just, the drawbacks so I just, of I digital. Just paid, I just paid a good chunk of money on the, like, the deluxe edition to get really frustrated trying to kill one guy for like three hours. <laughs> so I was like... Fuck it. What else is on sale? Because since oh. I bought the Deluxe Edition, I wanted something cheaper. Um, kind of, I stumbled across uh, Infamous, which I played the original Infamous game from Sucker Punch Studios, who did Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Uh, they also did the Sly Cooper series, which we've talked off air. I'm a huge fan yeah. of. You played an anthropomorphic uh, fox who's a thief. It's great. Please. Please, Sucker Punch, remaster it and release it for PlayStation 4 and 5. Please. Please, we're praying. Please. We're watching. It's just, I'm, 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 I'm crossing fingers. If I wasn't wearing shoes, I'd cross toes. And if I was with another guy right now, we'd cross dicks. <laughs> like, we're crossing everything here. <laughs> um, uh. So, uh, what am I on? Oh, yes. So, I played the original Infamous. I didn't play Infamous 2 because... It seemed like the story kind of went off the rails. Yeah. Uh, but I'm playing now the... I wouldn't call it Infamous 3. It's called Infamous Second Son. Standalone game, mm-hmm. open world. You play in Seattle. Um, instead of electricity powers, you play this guy named something all of a sudden. I can't remember his name. Del... De- Declan... Del... something. Del Rowe. I, I, I know the nickname. And uh, you got, like, smoke powers. You can shoot, like, through fences... Hit people with like sulfur bombs and make them choke and then subdue them. Yeah. Uh, once again, you do have the um, morality meter, like infamous, where if you choose to execute someone, you are more of a bad guy. People are afraid of you as you walk by them. And if you're a good guy, they're then like, I can go hey. to Tushmo once you get the ghost dance. They start running away from you. 
no, 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 different. Because that's... But once you get that level ranked up, they see you kill somebody and they'll run away from you. No, no, no. This is, um... Because the new Harry Potter open world game is going to have a morality um, meter as well. Oh. Which doesn't make me happy because I can't stay Ravenclaw. Um, so basically, based on the actions in the game, you either start veering good guy or, or bad, bad guy. guy. Oh. Depending on your choices? Yes. And you can kind of like... You can probably even out. Yeah. Um, but you get certain certain um, power upgrades based on being yeah. evil where it's like it obliterates them or good and you get like, it's called a knockout headshot. You okay. get health when you do headshots. Because you're just knocking them out like a good boy. Yeah. Um, I'm running pretty much good guy right now. I may, I'm, I'll probably replay it. It's nice. been a lot of fun. Um... The side missions, as we talked about off-air, take about 10-15 minutes max, which is way better than the side missions than any other game I've played that take yeah. fucking forever. Except for that one where you have to shoot the guy in the face who's begging to be shot in the face in Borderlands 2. Okay. He's literally saying, shoot me in the face, shoot me in the face, you shoot him in the face. That's the end of the side mission. And you get a trophy for it. Really? Yeah. Just for him going, shoot me in the face, shoot me in the yeah. face, and go, bang. But he goes, not in the fight, not in the spine, shoot me in the face, in the face, in the face. And you're like, uh, okay. okay. And I had, bang. Like, I had like an incendiary shotgun. I'm like, can't fucking miss. And he just stands there. Like, he's not running around. And you're like, bam. And I was like, bing, trophy. Um, okay. I think, I think the trophy's called, wasn't that easy or something like that. <laughs> but, uh, but no, so I'm really enjoying it. I mean, it came out years ago. Um, it was one of the big ones that utilized the uh, DualSense, uh, DualSense, whatever, two or three, whatever, yeah. the, the controller for the PlayStation, because at some point I started doing like Banksy level artwork, and I literally turned my controller sideways, shake it like a um, spray paint can, and then use the um, R2 trigger really? as like an actual, like, like I'm spray painting. Okay. It's annoying mechanics because it doesn't work exactly like the spray paint so I kind of use my other hand to kind of guide yeah. when I do it um, which makes me look this is dead down here I can say this uh, makes me look weirdly retarded but I'm like <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing um, but uh, so but one thing innovative mechanics um, just a really fun open world action adventure yeah. sci-fi Hack, I, mean, I, I, I guess you call it hack and slash. Um, so I'm really enjoying that, uh, as opposed to Hitman 3, we talked about the Ghost. Um, speaking of weird mechanics, let's talk about Resident Alien. Yeah, uh, you were talking about that new show, Resident Alien. You just started it, right? Yes, it's on Sci-Fi, uh, the Sci-Fi Network. It's around Alan Tudyk and no one else famous. Uh, basically, an alien... Uh, in, in the show, four months ago. Yeah. In the show. Uh, four months ago, an alien crash lands on Earth while trying to provi- uh, try to uh, achieve a mission. Uh, he crash lands in Colorado, uh, kills a doctor uh, by checking him out a window in, in like frozen waters, uh, yeah. assumes its shape, uh, has been living there for like four months trying to track down um, the remnants of his ship. And the, the, the body of the dead doctor. 
Uh, he is suddenly thrust into the town doctor is murdered, suicided. It seems they bring him in because they think he's a doctor, but he's an actual alien. Um, Isn't there a kid that can tell that he's an alien? Yes, uh, which hasn't been explored really deep yet, other than at one point after discovering whiskey, the alien decides maybe he should kill the kid, which is not sympathetic at all. Sorry for the chair noises. I shall look my back. Um, so, um, he ends up like semi-solving the doctor's murder in that the doctor, the town doctor was poisoned by someone in the town but we don't know who. Yeah. Um, he is now the new town doctor being an alien. He plays a doctor. Do you want to guess the name of the town in Colorado? Is it one that and we I'll, know? No, it is a fake town in Colorado. Okay. And it is lazy writing. I'll give you that hint. I don't know. Patience, Colorado. I mean, it's spelled like patience, like... Like a doctor patience? No, no, no. Or like, like patience, you have patience in me, or I... Yes, or like, I'm impatient. How? But yeah, it, it's called Patience, Colorado, and I'm going, and he plays a doctor, you say? <laughs> I can't tell if it's clever or dumb. Oh my god, I just... There's so many other small towns in Colorado that would have a better name than Patience, Colorado. I know, yeah. but it's funny, and it is based on a comic, and I don't know yeah. that... It was based on a... It's funny. A bit, uh, like, I agree it's a bit lazy writing. Yeah, and I don't know if that was in the, in the original Dark Horse comic. Um, Resident Alien, not a well-known... I didn't know it was a comic until literally two days ago. Um, written by uh, contemporaries of Alan Moore, whose names I can't remember. But they came up with Alan Moore. Like, it's a well-crafted comic. Yeah. Um, it's funny. Uh, Alan Tudyk is so... Charmingly befuddled, uh, that I'm gonna keep watching it. Yeah. Um, he obviously has to bef- befriend the kid that can see him as an alien, which he flips off with his like weird flipper, which is funny. Um, the, the part where he like discovers whiskey and then discovers dancing and then discovers murder. <laughs> whiskey, dancing, murder. Hmm, great combination. That's basically discovering whiskey. Like, that's. Yeah, that's the, the trend of that's, whiskey. That's the, yeah, that tracks. Yep, you would know. I would. <laughs> because he has like a whole joke about how he goes, whiskey makes everything make sense and have like be good ideas. Like, I'm going to go kill that kid. And then the next morning, he's hung over. And he goes, nausea, dehydration, like, you know, lack Signs of focus. Of- he goes, alcohol must not affect like human physiology, like alien biology, or else like they wouldn't drink it. And I'm going... Oh no, that's exactly what happens to us. <laughs> well, that's yeah. So like that yeah. level of like kind of like socio like socio like culturally like uh, like satire is like yeah. The outsider going like if this is what whiskey does to me, they they must not react that way. Yes, we absolutely react that way. I did yesterday. Um, to be perfectly honest. Yes, I didn't so, see you yesterday, but yes, you did. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did actually. Yep, for a little bit. See? Whiskey. Yep. Even tangentially, I erased your fucking memory. Uh, I'm going to give it more than the five episode rule, um, just because I love Alan Tudor so much, and I think it's such a fun concept, 
in terms of the whole procedural yeah. thing. Yeah. The only show that I've ever done that before is Lucifer, uh, which. Okay, stop thinking about his dick. I'm not thinking about his dick. Or his butt. Or his face. Or his abs. Or his charm. Or his charisma. Or his humor. Or his hair. I made both of them snort. Okay, now we're in like a snort maybe a strip. I don't like this. I kind of like hold like on that. We need to get to WandaVision. Yeah, we said WandaVision to talk about. This first fine actor, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. WandaVision. Uh, I want to talk about I have super quick notes, and then you and I can expand on it. Okay. Um, I love that when uh, Monica Rambeau, the agent of Sword, they got yeah. expelled from yeah. Westview last episode, um, or a week ago, when she meets uh, Agent Jimmy Woo from Ant-Man and Wasp, and he does like the close-up magic yep. with the business card. Tell him about that one. Thank you for that payoff. Of him trying to learn close-up magic from and Ant-Man and the it. Wasp. And he keeps looking at Scott Lang, uh, Paul Rudd, and goes, how'd you do it? How'd you do it? Like, there's him, like, trying to learn it from the internet. And then, like, when you finally see him, five years later, he's mastered it. Yeah. And it's adorable. He's it's a- not even, it's not even, it's not cool. It's adorable, it's if you know adorable. him. So you're like, oh, Agent you Will learn. Yeah, you're like, he learned close-up magic. Um, now, of course, that meeting between Agent Wu and Monica Rambeau begs some questions because they meet the cops, the yeah. local cops, in front of for Westville. For Westview, yeah, which Westview. They're from Westview. Eastview. Yeah. They don't recognize Westview, and I mean, when I say they don't recognize it, like in fact, they're sitting right there next to the sign, and it's, it's right, right in front them. of them. Like they could turn around, and there'd be Westview, but it's not. Yeah. Um, but yet, Agent Wu and Monica Rambeau know of Westview, it. and they yeah. could see it, and they're like, "Why does this and affect one of them why?" Gets, and, and Monica gets sucked into it. Yep. Well, because she walks up towards it and then sticks her hand stupidly, and then just goes, yeah, that's what's called conflict. Is you do what's against your uh, uh, judgment, best instinct. Yeah, because you don't just push on a like reality membrane like that. That's stupid. What if it kills you? Uh, or turns you into Geraldine. And I don't mean that like our mutual yeah. associate. I mean that yeah. was her name. I, yes. I knew it started with a G. I, for some reason, that was Grace or something, and I was like, no, uh, it's Geraldine. Geraldine. Um, she gets basically sucked in and thrown into the magically, world. Yeah. Uh, okay, I was going the opposite way. I, I was going to say she gets magically bitch slapped out of uh, Westview. Well, I meant when she first got dragged into it, brought into the world, kind of thrown into it, and then she got bitch slapped out of it. Yes. But now we also know where the sword helicopter droid. Drone came in. Yes. Droid, not drone. Well, and like <laughs> droid the, is like, Star Wars. Thank and you like, very and much. And like the like the knocking sounds of like yeah, them trying to infiltrate the the I yeah. Don't, I don't want to call it the dome because that was a shitty TV show based on a shitty Stephen King novel. Um, but yeah, basically, like her area of effect. Yeah. Um, and that sword obviously keeps coming up. We find out the beekeeper wasn't a beekeeper. Yeah. He was 
I had to go back. Okay, on please. Episode three, you had said that there was a thing about Hydra. Yeah, is the it the Hydra soap? Which actually is a callback to Agents of Shield. But because I didn't it, watch Agents of Shield, well, so keep, keep living, living my life. Yeah, keep living my life. It, it wasn't a bad show. It was just. Could have been better. It was really long-winded for all seven seasons. Um, but yeah, you but, said it, and it's like I was like, is it obvious? And you're like, no. And it said Hydra soap, but I was like, oh yeah, it's like freaking blatantly well, out there. Because in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at one point in Tahiti, which brings Dead Avengers back, which is how they brought back Coulson from the end of the first Avengers movie, um, Hydra ends up abducting him at one point, and they use, like, literally mind mind control soap. And Coulson has this whole joke about how, like, that's why I make my own soap. And they're like, okay, you seem crazy, but then you see the commercial for... Yeah. Hydra soap. So the nice thing is after the first two episodes of the 50s and the 60s, when they got to the 70s, you were kind of pointing out the little sword logos, little Hydra stuff, and I saw on Geraldine's necklace back when she was conflicting with symbol? Wanda. Yeah, and she was like, what is that? And I was like, that's the sword symbol that Doug told me about. Yep. It's been changed to like sentient weapons observation and research. Something like that. Something because it used to be uh, uh, outer space with Agent Brand. Yeah, yeah. But whatever. Um, they'll get into that later because Nick Fury's on and a squirrel spaceship. My thing is, is Wanda's starting to sense things. She's starting to realize there's things that are popping up. I'll one-up you. I was like, who is, uh, uh, why is Gamora? But um, as a joke, didn't Marvel. Uh, Vision is starting to realize it things are going wrong. I think I kind of got the feel of that on this last episode. Uh, when that one guy was going through the wall and he's like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, he's like, well, this is weird. And, then, and he just keeps going she, through the wall. Um, and last week, uh, well, on last week's No Apologies to Clive, we kind of broke down some of the fan theories. Um, Which is nice that you have that one to break down the fan theories, because I'm not well, as... Deb's better at that than I am. No, she was horrible. Um, Lizzie was way better. Well, you have them, and I'm not as... So, there's... Well, and we had Mando on last week. Oh, no, applause. Mando's another comic book fan. So, you and I can kind of keep up But before you get into the fan theories, okay. I kind of want to finish talking about the show, and then you can get into the fan theories, if that's all right? Uh, A little bit, because okay. my other thing is, is about you saw the dead oh, version wow. of Vision. Yes. That I was like, my jaw literally dropped and my eyes got wide. I was like, oh my god. And then even Wanda, Scarlet Witch, was like... No. I mean, she, yeah. she was even she like... She saw it and went... This isn't right, this isn't right. But he and, keeps talking. And him being gray, like, Vision did go from like... Color to red, like... A well, in the comics he went from like red and green. Yeah. Uh, then he went to like an all-white costume. So I'm wondering if... Not only was that a nod to like ending his all white costume, uh, to that out, that's how he's going to be like reincarnated. We hope once again, crossing dicks for yeah. Vision coming back. But they did good at bringing out like the the hole in his head from when Thanos, Thanos ripped took, out the Soul Stone. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Mindstone. Mindstone. I thought it was the Soul Stone. No, Soul Stone is the one where they have to sacrifice somebody. Is that the orange one? Yellow is yeah, the mind stone. Okay, my apologies. I got them slightly confused, but in retrospect, I could see why they'd get slightly confused. Oh yeah, it's soul stone, mind stone, like. 
Okay, I'm kind of waffling on that one, but all right. I mean, I, I would have thought it would have been soul stone because it becomes a living thing, but now it's like, it's a mind stone. He has a mind, he has a brain. He could think, he can... Well, and it overtook other people's minds when it was in the scepter in Avengers. Yeah. Okay. The soul stone is the one that's on, like, Morgath or whatever it was, where um, Thanos had to chuck Gamora over, and then in... Oh, yeah, he'd, like, sacrifice her to get the soul stone. Yeah. Widow sacrifices himself. Yep. Yep. So, kind of a big difference there. But yeah, my apologies. I, but, I, but I see where mind versus soul stone. I can yeah. see you get confused. Um, what do you got? That, that was pretty much about oh. just kind um, of all that stuff and the fact Darcy that, came back. I, we're going to get to that in a moment. Uh, the fact that uh, Monica Mo gets magically bitch slapped out of Westview. Yeah, literally bitch slapped. bitch slapped. Yeah. Uh, she's going through like three walls and then just like shoom. and she goes well and then like Wanda's like oh hold on let me fix the walls oh she well, had she's to like run. looking at her hands and then she's like it's gonna fix this but the fact that like Monica Rambeau comes out of this whole thing and goes it's all Wanda I have as a addendum to this note in all caps duh we have yes no it's shit. all Wanda if you don't understand that by the second episode I can't help you um, you're watching it with your eyes closed. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what to do. Well, like, we've been seeing it through Wanda's vision the past couple episodes, so now seeing it from the outside well, with Darcy's TV is... Well, at the end of the first episode, there's a person with a notepad. With yeah, I know at the credits you can see it, but you wouldn't... If you, That's I mean, Darcy. Well, yeah, you would connect that. Me, who doesn't, I'm just like, oh, it's part of the credits. Like, I really didn't. I, I know, thought it was just but, a part of the credits. I know it's Darcy now because of yes. what's been no, going on. I didn't know it was Darcy. But we knew somebody was taking notes. But I'm just saying, like, the first three episodes, you see it through Wanda's, literally, vision. Yes. Now you're seeing it through what they can see through the waves that it's emitting that Darcy found. Do you think the name of the show kind of has a different feel to it? I think it does kind of have a... It's not like Wanda vision. It's Wanda vision. It's her vision. So it does have a little bit of a different... Um, I like that they brought uh, Monica Rambeau back at what's called the blip. Um, yeah, whenever it was coming back yes. after the five years. Yes. Um, which we discussed off air because I hadn't, I still, uh, you're all going to laugh at me, I still haven't seen the last Spider-Man movie with... Far From Home? Mysterio. Thank Tom, you, Tom Mysterio. Nick Fury, Scrolls. what? <laughs> the blip. They call it the blip where everyone gets brought back. But I haven't seen that episode yet. Movie. Or that movie. Sorry, my apologies. But Too many things. That's what they call it. Like, when everyone um, dies, back. it's called the snapping. Now it's the blip where they all being return. dusted, and then the blip is when they come back. Yeah. Because anyone who got dusted uh, in the snapping, no time has passed for them when yeah. they come back in the blip. Yeah, they're all like... <sighs> I just gave it. myself a fucking <laughs> headache talking about that. Um, but the yeah. MC Universe is quite... Complex. Eleven years, twenty something movies, and now TV shows. Yeah, uh, but I'm just saying between all the timelines, between all the movies, how they connect, it's it's quite a. Oh, don't even get into the timelines yet, because WandaVision is going to tie. Yeah, into... we're not. You skip it. We're not even going to go over it. But I'm just saying, in a general sense, between everything, the timeline is it's a lot to follow. Yes, and 
by the way, they also finally put WandaVision on where it falls in the timeline. Okay. Which, having Monica Rambeau come back in the blip, so that was five years after Infinity War. No, uh, yes. It's been five years since it. So she gets brought back in Endgame. But her mom has already been dead for three a years. Couple, they, 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 they said three, three years. Because the doctor says that you disappeared. And she's like, what do you mean disappeared? Like, yeah, exactly. she never left. And she's like... Yeah. She but you saw her. in the hospital chair, she saw herself, like, coming back. Which was not only reminiscent of, like, being brought back, but um, in Avengers Disassembled, the comic, uh, one of the most famous covers was Scarlet Witch, like... Being literally disassembled like puzzle pieces. Yeah. Um, fantastic piece of art. I can't remember who did it off the top of my head. Um, but it's an iconic cover. Um, and it kind of reminded me of that where like okay. puzzle pieces coming back together. Yeah. And I'm going, oh shit. Um, once again, we're, on, we're halfway through the season. Are we really on episode four already? It's, it's only, only epi- eight episodes? Eight, eight or nine. At 30 minutes an episode? Mandalorian was an hour-long episode, and they had eight episodes. Uh, they released the first two back-to-back, though. Yeah. Um, still don't quite know what's going on, or where it's going. I, w- I will say, I don't know where it's going. No, we but we kind of have a little more sense on. of where it's at, that she created her own little Wandaver- Wandaverse, mm-hmm. is what I'm going to call it, Wandaverse, because... Ooh, I like that. Okay. She's like, this is what the life I wanted with Vision. This is what I'm going to do. All these people that were in this area are now, like, apart. Cause we don't know that because the, 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 the neighbor, the black guy, African-American gentleman. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're all people said, that like, lived in, like, Westview well, because they're starting to identify. Well, Westview doesn't... We don't know Westview existed. Oh, at that's one point true. he says, we're only here because we're... And Vision goes... Your what? Yeah, and that dark brunette haired lady's like, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop. Like, giving hints of, like, don't say anything. And the black guy's like, whoa, 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 uh, 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 never mind. Okay, bye. I just chopped off half the hedge and went through your brick wall. So the fact that uh, Catherine Hahn is the actress, plays Thank Agnes. You. Agnes. There's a very famous witch in the comics called Agatha Harkness. Called Agatha Harkness, who is like one of the greatest like kind of black magic witches. Wasn't a cue, Jimmy. Um, Who also is connected to Mephisto, who's literally the devil of Marvel Universe. um, Whose kind of soul splinters squared up, which made her kids out of in the comics. You're talking about that she told, took like Billy two and dead souls and. Mm-hmm. Now, are Billy and Tommy gonna survive? I assume so because they are building the new event. Or I'm sorry, the new, young, young Avengers. Avengers. Do we know from the comics? Do you know what powers they have or yes. abilities? Okay. Um, Is one speed like her brother? Yeah, he's a speedster. Uh, as Guardian, uh, or he ends up becoming uh, Wiccan. Uh, has the ability to like manifest like. Magic or so one kind of has ability like her brother. One has kind of the ability like yes. her. Yeah, he has to like repeatedly say a phrase. Quicksilver. To like that was his name. Quicksilver. Yes. Yeah, see, I'm getting better. Pietro. Yeah, getting better. So, um, 
yeah, one has like magic abilities, one has speed. Yeah. Much like the original twins. Yeah. Who were also Magneto's kids, but we're not going to get into that. Um, that's last, a whole other. That's a whole world. other thing. Because now they're talking about like, are they going to bring back a version of Quicksilver, whether it be from the MCU or from the X Men universe? Yeah. Uh, are they going to bring back Evan Peters? That, yeah, that's what I said. That's a whole other in, wormhole. It's all about the multiverse, which WandaVision will tie into Doctor Strange. Because Doctor Strange will be in WandaVision okay. at the end of it. Um, so this is nice that you've read the comics and I haven't. So I'm like, you no, know. No, I mean, like, Benedict Cumberbatch will be in WandaVision. I know, Sorry. but you've also read the comics. I haven't. So you know a bit more information than, like, I would on things. No, no, so, no. No, no. This is like reading, like, just writing magazine. I know the writing, but I'm just making no, a no, general no, 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 no. statement no, no, of. No, 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 Not the comics. Ignore the comics. Okay. This is just talking about, like, like compupresources.com. Like, Doctor Strange will be in WandaVision. Not because of the comics. No, no, but so he's not the... even in the comics at all? N- not, in, no, not in dissembled much. No. I'm talking about, like, the MCU. Like, Doctor Strange will be in WandaVision. And it's going to tie into Doctor Strange 2. Okay. Um, which was called, like, the Something. Mouth of the Multiverse, or Madness of the Multiverse. It's going to probably introduce X-Men. I don't know. The Last way they're tying all this together is, like, throwing my brain into a knot. So let's just... <laughs> I will wrap up on Still WandaVision. Um, they're really enjoying it. Just things I want to put into a knot. Cat Dennings. Um, I'm sorry, that was rude. I don't care. I think you're hot. I think you're funny. I think it's great they bring. She'd probably the, appreciate it. I think they bring. I think I'm glad they brought like Darcy back from yeah. Thor two and all that. Um, I think she's fantastic. Uh, the way she says uh, uh, "crazy balls, banana pants," whatever that line is. Can I get uh, my coffee gives me, now? <laughs> gives me an erection. Yes, that gives me an erection too. Cat uh, Dennings, call me. If you like what you've heard, subscribe to some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, PETA's, and Honey Bunch's Pop Culture Spectacular, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found by searching for The B-A-C-N on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music, or at www.bacnpodcast.com.